All right, Fern, it's that time of the year when affiliates start to assess lots of things, but in particular, the programming that they're going to run at the box. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, like, you know, the whole discussion about New Year's resolutions in general is like kind of a weird rabbit hole. But um, I do think, particularly as gyms mature, they start to look at the calendar a little bit more with regard to what they want to achieve. I know we didn't really look at it a ton the first five or six years because it was just not a huge focal point. It's like we did program, but it was more of a month to month thing. Um, but now we look at it more in terms of what do we want to achieve? Like, do we have events? Do we have like, there's a lot more things that get wrapped into the programming now than, than used to be other than just like, are we going to do a strength bias or like whatever that crap we used to do. Um, it, it's so funny to think about the evolution of programming over the years. And I mean, in 2007, when I opened, I would literally show up at the box without knowing what the workout was going to be that day. I, I do that now and I write the programming. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's a difference between, there's a difference between showing up and the programming is set versus like yeah. I was in charge. I was the one that was going to coach and I'd be like, Hey, what do you guys want to do? Oh, you're talking about that. Yeah. And I, to be fair, like Cassidy writes the bulk of it and then, but I'm, I'm aware of the programming, but I still like forget people ask me all the time. What's the workout tomorrow? And almost hundred yeah. percent of the time, I'm like, I forgot. I don't know. Like, it's just, I thought about that two months ago when we designed it and then I haven't looked at it since then. What, um, what's the worst workout you've ever programmed for CrossFit, right? uh like who and i don't mean so, like i know you, you know say the, worst you mean like the dumbest yeah i guess i'm saying dumbest because you know for example you and i were talking before we recorded you just did a hero workout those yeah. are bad in a in a different way but i'm saying like just straight up dumb like if someone brought you this workout you would rip it up in front of them oh man i i mean i'm sure there's dozens in there like and not one comes to mind I mean, there's a couple that like have scarred me mentally and emotionally for life, but um, I don't know, honestly. There are some ones now that I look back at that are kind of like classic CrossFit workouts that I wouldn't, that I would never program today. Like what? Like Nicole. Yeah. You know what? That's a very good one to, to bring up because it is a classic workout, but it's a well-known to give people rhabdo. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I think that one is, um, is like victim to like what we didn't know was going to happen with regard to people's fitness. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. It's like, you know, when that workout came out, like whenever it was, is it, it was well over 10 years ago, but it was probably 2005, 2006. Yeah. But nobody, was thinking 200 would be the score where right. we're now we're now that like that's a real number for a lot of people is like 200 pull-ups in 20 minutes um at which point yeah you might be staring down rhabdo or some you know mild i know i did it a couple years ago and uh and got like severe rhabdo like i couldn't straighten my arms for weeks um and i couldn't do a pull-up for like two months like physically lost the strength to do a pull-up. Yeah, because you're talking not just 
super high volume, but because of the nature of the workout where it's like, hey, you cannot come off the bar, you'll hang on to it longer than you should just to get two extra reps. Yeah. So like years ago that there was limiting factor was like no like very few people could rip out multiple sets of fifty. But now that's a thing where, you know, we're going into that, it was like, all right, the first two sets will be 50, 50 or 50, 40. And then I'll play around with it from there. So, um, yeah, I think just analyzing programming as you do it, analyzing programming, like what is the capacity of your athletes? All of those things need to be taken into account. And I've seen people do it a lot of different ways. You know, they plan out the whole year, they do a lot of different things. Um, but we do ours a little bit more with like a, a broad macro approach and then, um, month to month from there. So, well, let's, let's not beat around the bush any longer, right? The reason we're talking about this is because we have a big announcement coming Mm -hmm. and it's really been your baby. So I'll let you give the, the, the pitch about it, but we've decided based on, you know, people reaching out to us and, and the, the, influence that we've had over the last year at, at the box level, the coach level to put out some programming really focused on developing coaches, but go ahead and talk a little bit about it. Yes. Yeah, so our, our intention was never to, you know, do this podcast and then we we're going to, you know, make it big on writing programming. Um, I but, mean, in full disclosure, we had no intention about anything other than putting up that's a podcast. Actually, yeah. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> we're um, just like, Hey, let's get a podcast up. All right. Let's talk to each other. Um, So what, what we kind of looked at is like, obviously what we're trying to do is coach development, but what is this sent? What I kept asking myself is like, how can we best help coaches develop? And like, what is the fundamental thing that we all have to navigate on a daily basis? And it is programming. So I have to coach this workout with these movements and these rep schemes and I have to learn how to scale and have to learn group management and I have to learn all of that thing. And all of that is predicated on what we are doing today in the workout. So, um, you know, we have done it many different ways. So we have, I wrote the programming for like seven years. I took a break. We used warm up and workout with Pat and Taz um, for a little over a year. I learned a ton of stuff there just about myself and about, um, some things like how people do things differently. Now we have been writing it ourselves again um, for the past couple of years and, and put some processes in place for that. Um, but I mean, so the general pitch for programming is we're going to save coaches time. You know, you don't have to write your programming. You don't have to do the lesson planning and full disclosure. I don't care about that. Like I'm not interested in saving the box owner time when it comes to programming. Yes, that will happen because you now don't have to do that function. I'm actually advocating for something different, which is I actually think people need to spend more time. So this is where I fundamentally disagree with some business people. uh, And it was just like, hey, you want to spend less time. And I actually disagree because I don't think a lot of people's service is up to par. Like, what their coaches are doing in that 60 minute time frame to make it the best hours people day. I think they need to spend more time there. And that's what we're going to give people the tools to do with the programming that we're going to write. So the programming that we are writing and have written thus far is designed to develop coaches and simultaneously people will get fit because we've been writing programming for a long time. We know how it works. We know how to do it very simply, very effectively. 
um, but it's meant to challenge the coach's capacity. Not in the sense of like, we're going to put a bunch of crap in the hour. Where people are going to be challenged is like, we are actually going to challenge them to actually coach. And if you listen to the episode with Paul Tremblay, that was one of the questions that I asked him, like what people could do better in that hour. And that was his answer. He's like, they should coach more. So we're going to give people those tools to coach more. So the lesson plans are written. They are realistic time, time frames um, because I write all of the lesson plans from start to finish. And there's things in there that we want people to accomplish with regard to teaching complex movements, scaling, managing the group. Um, and, um, I think it's going to be challenging for people who are, who have not really honed in on that skill set, and, and challenging from a different aspect of, from a coach's standpoint, where I think people are going to be challenged to the extent they're not going to know what to do. You know, like there's a weird, there's a, I think there's a weird transition from a coach as at first you don't know anything. So you're just facilitating the class. And then a lot of us at some point during our during our careers have transitioned to putting a lot of stuff in there because we thought that was coaching. And then what we do is you've realized that that's not coaching and we have to revert back. But now I don't know what to do with all the time because my skill set hasn't developed. I'm not great at seeing and correcting my, you know, I'm not real savvy on all of the scaling options that I need. So that is all of the things that we're going to put in there. So, um, I'm really looking forward to it as I've been working on this for the past couple of months. Like it's really kind of lit a fire under me for, for what I think should happen in classes and way people and the way affiliates can do this better. So when people are listening to this and they're thinking, okay, you know, there's so many options to choose from what will make this programming stand out? Uh, well, I think again, our focus is different. I, I think, and this is not um, and this, and I'm not so, I want to make it clear, like I'm not bashing anybody else, right? Like we're not trying to say that like our actual workouts are better than anybody else. Like in my opinion, I think workouts are workouts. I, well, I, I think that's something that that's something that needs to be discussed. I think when people think about what good programming is, all they do is think about either a who's doing it or b yeah. what the workouts are, and really both of those things are insignificant. Uh, they're, they're very much insignificant. And I think they, if, if we were to list 10 things that are important, like what the actual workout is, is, you know, the bottom three at the very most. Um, what's far more important is like, am I teaching? Am I making people move better? Are they having a good time? And uh, at the end of the day, we all know this because this is how it's unfolded over the past almost 20 years is even really poorly executed program that basically follows the guidelines of constantly varied functional movements executed executed at high intensity that is primarily couplets and triplets go heavy once a week go long occasionally will get you fit i mean like you could just put it in that very very broad bucket like if you just do that like you will get people extremely fit for an extremely long time and i think mo a lot of people put far too much emphasis and importance on who's writing the programming and like what this workout is and and not nearly enough emphasis on how am I coaching this class how am I coaching these athletes how did I teach that movement like that's what's important and that long term is actually what is going to make people successful when people when people start finally start to realize that like anybody can write workouts then where do, then where do you sit in this ecosystem of coaching yeah, I mean, when you think about 
the workouts that people are writing, you know, first of all, let's take someone like, say Matt Frazier decides, hey, I'm going to write programming. Great. You're the fittest man on this planet. That doesn't mean we should be doing A, what you tell us to do, because you're a specimen and a freak. Mm-hmm. And B, it doesn't matter who writes it. If once it kind of trickles down, like the game of, remember, like playing telephone, like yep. it doesn't matter if it's not getting relayed at the whiteboard what the stimulus is because Matt can do Isabel with 225. And if, if that was posted on the whiteboard, no one in the box is doing it. Exactly. And they're not going to be able to do it as fast and they're not going to be able to do the overall volume for the day or the week or the month or the year. They're not going to be able to do the movements. Um, and Matt Frazier is probably not writing any scaled options because he doesn't need to scale anything ever, you know? So those are the things that we've written out. We've kind of designed, which is like what we want to do is give coaches the ability to start determining stimulus on their own, improve their ability to communicate that stimulus, improve their ability to teach, see, and correct movement, understand what the focus points of my job as a coach, once we, th- once we say three, two, one, go, are, and how to make people move better. Um, because... There, a lot of that stuff is lost, you know, at the affiliate level. And it's, it's not us like, you know, calling people out. It just is what it is. And we could all get better at that. And if, and, and most people just don't know what they don't know. So a lot of things we're going to be putting there is like, what are the coaching focuses for that day? Not the athlete focuses. What is the coach's focus for that day? Here's a whole host of scaling options that you may or may not be aware of and challenges Um, It is going to come with video content where we're going to give coach development with the lesson plans to go along with that, you know, videos of Jay or I, or some of our other coaches walking through a sequence of teaching a progression and, or going over how to identify movements and different scaling options. So it's, it's going to come with a lot more than just a workout and a lesson plan. Um, I I mean, I'm excited. Like, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. You leave your level one and your level two. How do you develop? How do you get ready for your level three? Which, by the way, we've had about seven people in our mentor group pass the level three test, which is no small feat. So congrats to all of them. 2019 was a very successful year on that front. But, you know, we talk about how do you get better? Well, when the, when the notes say something like, hey, I want you to watch, you know, just people's weight in their heels today. or You know, I want you to focus on hip extension while we're doing this push jerk. Those are the things that don't happen. And if you're coaching at a box and there's no development, there's no feedback, you have to get your box to do this because this is how you're going to get better. And if you are a box owner, you need this because, look, we all know this. No one cares about your box as much as you do. You know, you have a great coach in Cassidy. I've had some of the best coaches around when I've had my three boxes, but it's your business. No one cares as much. They're not necessarily seeking out the information, give them this and they have no choice, but to be getting better because it's going to be told to them exactly what to do during that hour. Yeah. So our focus with the programming and the lesson plan is far more targeted at the coaches. So think of this pro this is programming for coach development, right? Because that is what you have to do on a daily basis. Like you have to be able to execute this plan, have to, you know, like things, things like 
this is the progression we want you to use. We want you to get it done in this time frame, and we want you to get two to three times as many reps as you have numbers of athletes in the class. Like those are the type of the things that we're going to be pushing people towards because those are the, those are the objective marks of an effective coach. So that, that is really the target that we're going for. Um, and then long-term, you know, our, our affiliates who are going to be using the program are going to get access um, at a reduced rate to our other platform. That's going to be coach development based, um, which is going to be, you know, four to five days a week of video content, you know, of five to 10 minutes, you know, and so they're going to get access to that as well. And, um, and, and really what we want to do is again, like this is programming, we're writing programming, but with the intent of doing coach development, which is yeah, really, not, our goal is different. And, and with that being said, let's not lose sight. They are going to be great, fun workouts. Yeah. Like it's the, it's, we're writing it like at CrossFit Rife, we're going to be doing it. We are doing it right. We are making some changes because there's some, there's some things that have to happen when you start writing programming um, for multiple gyms and yep, there has to be some standardization there and all that stuff. But like, it, it's going to be fun. Like I wouldn't personally, I would not write workouts that wouldn't be fun or wouldn't be challenging or that are stupid. Like I'm not going to do that because I know how that's going to get executed in a class. And you know, like we're writing workouts that we're going to be doing in our gym. Not, not, I'm not writing these in a vacuum. Just be like, oh, this looks and sounds cool. Like if it's a shitty workout or it's not able to be done in a 60 minute window effectively where you can, you know, and educate, inspire and entertain, then it's not going in the programming. Yeah. And you know, at, at the end of the day, you're going to be doing it. And for those of the listeners that have reached out to us, you know, you get a response, whether it's on Instagram, email, Facebook. So you're going to be able to deal directly with the people doing the programming and, and have an influence over, Hey, I like this. I didn't like that. Well, we'll listen. We'll take your feedback because that's what we're trying to do. It's, it's, it's only the best hour of their day. If it's, if it's fun for the coaches and it's actually working and improving you as a coach. And I will say this, um, one of the things that I took into consideration when we decided to tackle this was, um, so I've seen a lot of different variations of affiliate programming. I, I, I'm not going to, I wouldn't go out on a limb and say I've seen them all. I've seen most of them like in, in their entirety. And one of the things that, and if you're listening to this as a coach, like you, like you're gonna, you're just going to nod your head and you're going to agree with me. Because when I look at the lesson plans and the vast majority of them are written, number one, I know that most coaches are not doing the full lesson plan. They're cutting out something to the tune of 30, 40 to 40% of what's written in that lesson plan because you know, it's just not feasible in a 60 minute period. Yeah. And I just want to say you're absolutely right because we've followed programming. I don't want to put them on blast right now. And we've mentioned it in past episodes, but it's like, do they even do this? Because there's no way that if they did this, they would think that this can fit within an hour. It's impossible. So that is, and that's always kind of been a pet peeve of mine. And when I read it, number one, it's just way too much. And I know that the coaching staff is not reading it. They're looking, they're reading bullet points and stuff like that. 
Um, but the my the real problem I have with it is that it is a not realistic. And you and I were jo- I was joking with Cassie about this is like our hashtag is going to be like we specialize in reality. What what is real? What is realistically able to be done really well within a sixty minute window um, is not what most people are putting out. Most people are putting out enough stuff to fill a sixty minute window, not an appropriate amount of stuff to coach effectively in a 60 minute window. And for those people that think, well, it's not going to be fun if we do all of this. Well, that's on you. You know, like that's, that's, if you can't make it fun, then that's a different discussion. Um, but like our classes have a blast with the way we run our lesson plans. It's fun. It's a lot of work. Um, we make them work by making them move better. And, uh, but that's always been my biggest beef is that I read those and I, you know, I'm not the best coach in the world, but I'm pretty effective. And there's no way I'm doing those lesson plans. I'm just cutting out a bunch of nonsense that's in there. Um, so to which my point is, then why is it even in there? Like, why, if nobody can do it, then why is it there? And that makes no sense to me. So you, we're not going to, anybody who works with the affiliate program is not going to see anything in there in a 60 minute time frame that cannot be executed. Like it's not going to go into the lesson plan. Um, there's going to be different ideas and things to play around with. But for the most part, like if I or Jay or one of the other coaches we work with cannot facilitate that in a 60 minute window, it's not going in there because our job is to basically kind of like take everybody and push them to what we have seen and know to be the standard uh, for really effective coaching and putting more stuff in the hours and not an effective means of doing that. So if people want to find out more about this now, we've got their interest. They're ready to go. It's time to make a change. 2020 is the year they're going to develop as a coach. They're going to take their box to the next level. What do they do now? So first, just reach out to us. You can go to besthouroftheirday.com. You can reach out to us on Instagram. Uh, we will be launching uh, partnerships with some of the bigger kind of box management programming softwares here. Uh, we're not going to put those out yet, but uh, for in large part, it will be available to, I don't know what, I don't know what a good number is probably 60 to 70% of the CrossFit community across those two platforms. And, um, in that respect, it will save some time. Uh, but again, like I, I'm not, our pitch is not saving you time. Our pitch is like, we're going to make your coaches better. Right. So, um, you know, I'm an affiliate owner. You've been an affiliate owner. The reality is like, everybody's got time. Like it, that's another pet peeve of mine. It's like, I don't have time. I'm like, you do have time. You're wasting time. We're all wasting time. We're just spending it in the wrong places. Like spend it on coach development, spend it on your athletes experience, spend it on, spend it on those more productive things. Um, now when we do, you know, finalize those partnerships, we'll, we'll announce those. And uh, what that's going to do for most of them is it'll basically just populate to your member management software and you won't have to input it anywhere. So, um, but we'll also be sending out the lesson plans via PDF. Uh, cause some of them, again, will have like embedded videos for those and like how to do things, coach challenges, uh, and just some educational stuff in there to really kind of like get the gears turning for people. I'm excited. Um, I've, I've had a good time like putting it together and, um, building it such that it is intended for the coach, which, which is, not always the case in my mind from a lot of stuff that I've seen out there. It's tended to to look fancy for the athlete. And um, that's not what's important. Yeah. You know, in full disclosure, Fern brought this up to me and I was like, there's enough programming out there. And, you know, everything that he just said is what he said to me. And I was like, you're right. There's no programming designed to develop coaches. 
And that's what we're going to do here. So if you're interested, check it out. You know, it's going to roll out slowly. We're working on it. We're getting it into the different marketplaces, like Fern said, but you can reach out to us on our website. You can check us out on Instagram. You can email us, whatever it needs. We'll, we'll get back to you and make sure if you're interested that you're one of the first people to have access to it as soon as it's available on those platforms. So with that being said, we and it will be a January. Yeah, it'll, it'll be available January. So like we're, we're ready to launch it for people. So. All right. Well, this episode's out on new year's day and we want to wish everybody, well, first of all, I think we should thank the listeners. We, uh, you know, we, we've had a great inaugural year of best hour of their day. This I, is where, this is where the montage would happen. Yeah. You know, I, like if this were, you know, like it'd be like us recording our first podcast and then us dropping it at boxes, us fighting with one another on the road, you know, me in the bathroom, you yelling at me, that type of stuff. I think, um, I think we, and you and I have pretty audacious goals, but I think we accomplished more than we thought we would this year. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we're even still recording podcasts is more than my expectations were. Like, I was like, let's start. Little did I know 150 episodes later. I mean, when you Since, think about the day we started, it, that's like an episode every March? other day. What was it? April? I think April was our first episode. I think April 14th. So we, yeah. you know, in, in eight months, uh, let's put it this way. We're going to hit 200 episodes in under 12 months. Yeah. We put out more episodes than Joe Rogan. That's not true. I think it might be. It's not. He puts one out almost every day. But All right, well, fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I think I it's been fun. And um, but you know, like we we started the mentor group. You know, we're now we're rolling into more coach development, and and you know, we have like quite a few things coming out in next year. We went on the road. We, we went on the road. We did our box tour. We have we're which we're by the almost, way we're almost yeah that one's launching here in like two weeks. Yeah, I mean, you and I have seen the first few episodes. They're great, and I'm super excited about that. So don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's been a successful year, and I really look forward to pr- being able to provide more value um, to more people in 2020. And I just – it's fun, man. This is what we're both passionate about, and it's been, uh, it's been very rewarding. And it's been – and we haven't gotten a lot for it, but that's fine. Like, it, it's been, like, mostly just our time, but, uh, but it's been super fun, so. But that's – you know, I think that's how all good businesses begin. You're not starting expecting to make millions of dollars on day two. You're doing it because you love it for the right reasons and it will grow. And, you know, the feedback that we get from our listeners is, I think, what keeps us motivated and keeps us going. So thanks also to all to you guys. Fair, also, to be fair, this was never really intended to be a business. It was literally yeah. just a podcast that we thought might get some traction. Yeah. So if you've enjoyed it, you know, please reach out. We love just hearing from you guys, even if it's just a, you know, we get so many comments every day. That's like, this episode was great. Or I see that you reshare the the images from whatever you're listening it on, whatever platform. And every time that happens, it's like a little bit of a reminder of why we're doing it. Cause you know, it's new year's Eve. We're recording this. It's, you know, eight in the morning, my time, you know, it's, we love it, but sometimes it's like, okay, why are we doing this? And then all it takes is one person to say, that episode helped me and we're happy. Yeah, it's been, uh, so from us to you guys, thank you guys. Uh, it's always very humbling when people just take the time to listen to us, flap our gums and, uh, 
it's been super rewarding for the people that have reached out to us that we've seen at the level ones or the level twos that have passed their level three that are opening affiliates that are getting better development with their coaches. Like that is, that is why we do all of this. So from us to you guys, thank you very much. Happy new year. And here's to 2020. Thanks again for listening to best hour of their day. Just a reminder, Fern and I have an amazing new show called dropping in premiering on our YouTube channel in early 2020. Be sure to head over to the best hour of their day YouTube channel now subscribe so you don't miss any of the episodes you've probably heard us talking about it summarizing some of our trip you can see some highlights up on our Instagram as well at best hour of their day but I promise you you're not going to want to miss out so subscribe now thanks for everything you do thanks for letting us be a part of your lives hope you have a great rest of your day tune in tomorrow for another episode of best hour of their day.